This is episode 496 of the AWS podcast, released on December 19, 2021. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Simon Leisha here with you. Great to have you back and I'm joined by a special guest. I'm joined by Shayla Suresh, who is a Senior Solutions Architect here at AWS. G'day Shayla, how are you doing? Hi Simon, I'm fine. How have you been? Yeah, been good and uh, thank you for coming along and joining us to talk a bit about AWS certifications. But before we do that, um, tell me a bit about yourself. Sure. So uh, you just introduced me. So yeah, I'm Shailaja Suresh and I'm a senior solutions architect with Amazon Web Services. As part of my role in AWS, I offer prescriptive technical guidance to customers in and around the St. Louis, Missouri area. And uh, experience-wise, I have close to 16 years of professional experience in product architecture, strategy, and delivery. And by the way, I love to empower teams through coaching. That's my background. Very nice. Now, that's a, a decent amount of experience. So given you've got all that experience, why would you even look at AWS certifications, let alone be quite passionate about them? Sure. So that's a great question. And thanks for asking that question. So I had always believed in certifications in general, and I can tell you why. In the pursuit of learning something new, it always disciplines one with a study regime, right? So I had always dreamt of being a solutions architect, by the way, and I do not know where that passion came from, but I was positive that someday I would make it and had AWS as part of my certification flywheel. And I set off with the AWS solutions architect learning path. And being an AWS customer myself, I saw how much the certification was cut above the rest. AWS is cutting edge, no questions there, but what really impressed me was the amount of customer focus that was put into creating the curriculum of these exams. The questions and the answers resonate with my favorite Amazonian principles, customer obsession, dive deep, and insist on the highest standards. I think that's a really interesting observation there because those LPs do shine through if if you've done a certification or if you're practicing for one, you'll notice that it's a lot of trade-offs, isn't it? It's 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 not. Uh, there, I mean, there are questions where the you know, the correct answer is obvious, but there are lots of questions where it's like a a variation of it depends. But there's a a best customer centric answer, isn't there? That's true. That's true. And I'm glad that you uh, asked me about that. And would you mind if I just uh, go in detail about those uh, Amazonian principles? Sure. Okay, so let's go over them one by one. The first one is customer obsession. This principle is woven into every question. The answers target to arrive at the best possible solution focused on what matters most to our customers without compromising on the well-architected framework. And there could be answers, by the way, that may be the best possible solution in an absolute world. But of course, customer solution is the key there to arrive at the right solution for a specific business need. The second obvious Amazonian leadership principle there is dive deep. And by the way, that's my favorite Amazonian leadership principle. The AWS certification exams are built for people with a passion for technology, right? And uh, the content is never just a skim read, plus there is never a dull moment while preparing for these exams. <laughs> and I can really tell you that. Very true. <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah. And one has to dive deep into the services to be proficient enough to answer the questions. By the way, getting hands-on on on these services is the best possible way for a builder 
to hone the depth of AWS skills. That's about diving deep. Third one is insisting on the highest standards. So not only do the questions and answers have this principle built into them, but also the passing score, which is interesting, right? So the passing mm-hmm. score is much above the average 50% mark, which really sets the bar high for the test takers. <laughs> uh, so that also pushes the architect or the exam taker to pay extraordinary attention to details while building customer solutions, which is fun, which is fun for sure. Well, it makes it feel wor- it makes it feel worthwhile. I think when you when you get that certification, you succeed. It's like it, it's not one that you can kind of just uh, um, coast through and just rock in and think you'll sort of answer C to every question you don't know and away you go. It, you have to read them deeply. You have to understand uh, what the question is asking. And, and and coming back to that point you made about customer obsession, I think one of the interesting things that pops up in a lot of the questions, as I recall them is that it talks about what the customer's main priorities are in the question. And often the priorities don't align to what you would call perfect architectural practice, but they indicate what's most important to the customer. Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, and thanks again for emphasizing on that point. So which is why like we have these uh, questions very well aligned with our well-architected framework principles. So that's a very good call out. Thanks for calling that out. And I would also agree that doing the exam without actually using the services, not recommended. <laughs> you, need to, you need to at least know a bit about how they work so you can at least create that mental model of, of use because we're, we're trying to assess and evaluate and help indicate to others that you know what you're talking about and you've got, uh, you've got experience. Now, related to that, as, you know, we have a very broad audience that listens to the podcast. How should folks think about which of the quite a few certifications we now have are the ones I should be considering. Absolutely. So I would uh, personally say start with the current role in your team or your organization and pick up a certification that relates most to your role just to start with at least, right? And of course, aws.amazon.com has more info on the various role paths and the certifications to suit, suit from. And I know that's a very short answer, but <laughs> that's to the point. Well, I think that's the thing is that there are, there are different pathways for different folks depending on, on your background experience and, and where you're heading. So, you know, there's the, there's the associate solution architect one, which is kind of an, an entry level certification. There's the um, solution architect professional, which is you know, a significant certification. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Like it, it's, you, you earn that one. Um, but there's also ones for DevOps, for developers, you know, it, it just depends on, on your area and you don't, it's, you know, it's not like, um, it's not like Pokemon where you've got to collect everything. Uh, you collect the ones that make sense for you, don't you? Yep, yep. And by the way, uh, did you know that there is also a certification badge uh, called the Subject Matter Expert? No, t- tell me about that one. Sure, yeah. So as prerequisites for a foundational and associate level SME certs, AWS requires subject matter experts to have worked minimum one year on the AWS platform. And for professional level and specialty exams, AWS requires subject matter experts to have at least two years of hands-on experience. And by the way, here are the steps for SME certification that you start applying for the program and you get to the links to apply on the awsamazon.com website. And if you meet the criteria, you would be chosen to participate at an SME workshop initially. And in this workshop, you would write items, which is basically questions and answers for the specific certification exams. And these items go through several rounds of reviews 
to meet the Amazonian bar. And you know how <laughs> easy or tough that is. Right? <laughs> it's not a low bar. Yep, yep. So once you graduate from these workshops and there is like a specified number of workshops you need to complete successfully for you to be awarded to be an SME for a specific certification. And I think this is interesting is that the source of these questions are from, from the community and, and, and are realistic and people spend a lot of time on them. These are not sort of uh, random uh, academic questions. Um, they're, they're complicated and trying to be as situational as possible. So it really does make you think about how you would apply that in the real world. And I think a lot of people who go through the certification process come out of it and go, I actually used something I learned in the certification process in my day-to-day work. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why I keep taking these certifications, right? <laughs> Tirelessly, because I mean, I mean, there is so much of, uh, uh, I mean, it, it's such a fulfilling experience, shortly put. And what about the, the, the studying for the certifications? I mean, do you, do you like to approach in a particular way? Do you have recommendations to others about how they might succeed in, uh, in efficiently studying for their certification? That's a great question. Uh, but tough to answer, but let me just try that. <laughs> so uh, we do group studies uh, within teams at AWS for every specific certification. So we have these like informal groups uh, and we catch up on and off or coffee. And right now we are doing it virtually with the pandemic. And this way we support each other to hit the certification goals. And now you are already aware of at Amazon, we believe in big audacious goals, right? <laughs> so yeah, at big. each goal... Yep, yep. And each goal is purposefully said to be very high to bring out the best in the organization and in the teams. So we think big at Amazon and getting AWS certified across different specialities is one among our many such goals within solutions architecture. So and while we chase such goals, it's not too easy for people like me to not get distracted while juggling between multiple priorities, right? Between customer calls and then, of course, we have our builder goals, uh, which is like writing blogs and then also uh, studying for these certifications and clearing them successfully, which matters the most. So which is why we need architects like myself participate in such group studies. So we usually time box such certifications for a month since we almost always practice working on AWS services in our roles as architects. It's easier that way. Uh, by the way, that's just my perspective, and I'm sure there are a lot other innovative ways to hit such goals. That's how you yeah, would prepare. I think it's a good point. I think everyone has their own individual learning style. Um, certainly, I know for me, reading a lot of the white papers to make sure I'm comfortable with the depth of a topic really helps. Um, blog posts help. Um, running through demos or uh, example solutions is, is great. As you said, that that hands-on piece Um I always learn something, but what are some of the study materials you see people reaching for on a regular basis? Sure. So there are many third-party learning providers like A Cloud Guru, Viz Labs, and Tutorials Dojo, which you might have heard of, uh, which have like high-quality learning materials there, like high-quality videos, and also have practice labs for these certs, which is which is awesome. That that's the part that I really like about them, and uh, they also provide like uh, detailed explanations to those answers as to why you choose a specific answer. And I think that's the best way to get you prepared for these certifications. And of course, you have the white papers handy there. All these materials are definitely uh, sourced from our AWS white papers. 
Yeah, it's all it's all there. Now you, you touched on that challenge of you know you got lots of customer interactions and and other things you're focusing on, but you you've made certification a, a kind of flywheel for your experience. Help us understand more about what you mean by by flywheel and and that certification flywheel. Sure, Simon. So you know what? Actually, this might be a very uh, a long answer, and I'll tell you why. Because actually, I'm writing a blog on the certification flywheel. <laughs> so just cut me short if I just you can't recite over. the blog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, so by definition, a flywheel is a heavy revolving wheel that's used in a machine to increase momentum, right, and to provide greater stability to the machine. And given its weight, the flywheel is difficult to push from a standstill. But once it starts moving, it gradually builds momentum, which eventually enables the wheel to turn by itself. And as a result, it creates even more momentum through a self-reinforcing loop. And you might have seen this flywheel in many of our uh, Amazon mechanisms. So, uh, so that's that's the definition in a nutshell. And to get you more context, so as Amazonians, we talk a lot about this when we come up with ideas, right? The flywheel. So I would say the same goes with certifications. So being the Earth's most customer-centric company, which is Amazon, we see customer obsession as the most highly valued leadership principle. And as a solutions architect, my role is to act as a trusted advisor, just as I alluded to earlier, for my customers. And that means I build trust to solve technical challenges for them. And my segue to building trust is to show that I'm a technical expert who can help them to build the AWS architecture. And once I'm certified, I gather the confidence and the skills needed to build trust. Once I'm trusted, the flywheel starts to turn and the business challenges are being solved for the customers one by one, thereby contributing more momentum. And with the adoption of AWS Cloud, the customer gets to focus on the key business differentiators since the rest of the challenges around infrastructure has been taken care of for them. And this, again, results in more momentum. So you talked about um, you know, that, that, that flywheel and, and the effect it has on you and earning trust with customers, but it also equally applies to people working in their own organization too. Like they can, they can do these certifications, which gives them better information to make better decisions, to add more value to their business, to do more things, which earns more trust. So it, it works the same for, for anyone really. Yep, that's, that's right. And uh, I can give you an example yeah. of what happened. Uh, when I pursue the certification flywheel path. So I have a customer in my path who wanted to move from an on-premises environment to cloud a few months back. And the use cases involved a lot of services which required in-depth AWS knowledge from an AWS solutions architect like me to help them with this migration. And by the way, we did have a partner do the actual work for them, but however, they needed every step of the migration to be validated by an architect at AWS, which is me. And apart from reviewing their architecture, I had to run well-architected reviews, which are basically like health checks on the architecture that was being built. And I was so glad I had my solutions architect professional cert at that time, since I was able to offer my best advice in every stage, confidently earning the trust to the customer. And there were even areas where I had to show demos to the customer as pilots for the to-be-built architecture. And this task demanded hands-on knowledge and I was confident to play with the AWS services since I had already done so while preparing for the certification. And the end result was that the customer was delighted to have all their servers migrated to AWS within a short period of time with a minimal disruption to their infrastructure. So 
Now, by the way, I was just one cog in the flywheel and I would have to humbly say so because there is an entire team which gets this done for the customer. Yet to make this transformation happen, you see how much one cog could contribute to this flywheel that I'm referring to. Yeah, I think as, as everyone as everyone rises, they, they'll become better and, and can do better. I think, um, you know, when I reflect on how we've applied certification to, to my own organization, my own team, one of the things we established very early was a, an expectation that that over a year or two, people would be gathering um, all five of the sort of core certifications, those, those uh, um, SA associate and professionals, the, the SysOps Pro, the Developer Pro type certifications. And what that did was provide a, a sort of framework in which to increase knowledge, to measure your own knowledge and to verify that you're able to give customers really good, really good information and um and, and up-to-date information, because I think one thing we haven't spoken about is when you certify, you have to recertify. Um, you don't get to certify once and, and hold it forever. And the, 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 it was interesting. Early on, we had a every two-year recertification. Now it's every three years. And if you need to recertify and you have a professional grade certification, it also covers the relevant associate one as well. But what it all means is that you have to keep your certs up to date and your knowledge base up to date. And I think that's that's really important. It's not just about saying you knew something two years ago. It's about saying you're, you're relevant today. Yep. And uh, that's, again, like insisting on the highest standards, right? You said the certification to expire after a specific period so that people get recertified. Um, again, with reInvent, we have new features getting released every year with the AWS services. So that makes a lot of sense. And you know what? By the way, uh, it just occurred to me that uh, there is also uh, one more trait as part of these leadership principles, right? Learn and be curious, right? Baked into them uh, when we talk about AWS Very certification. True. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like the fourth Amazon leadership principle adding to the list. Uh, so, so, so by the way, being an Amazonian, you get to see and relate to the leadership principles every moment, and I'm pretty sure you feel the same way, Simon. That's very, very true. They're, they're woven into everything we do. Um, you know, I, I, I've reflected on on sort of the the certification journey I've gone on myself over the years because I used to also be part of the. Uh, the beta rollouts before they started, where you got to answer every question, <laughs> which wasn't fun. <laughs> um, and we used to run them actually in the days where we could travel. Um, at the start of our sales kickoff, we'd get a whole lot of essays together and, and do the exam. And typically I would do it after getting off the plane, flying from Australia without sleeping for 20 hours. So it was always good fun, but, um, but it, it just shows how by putting the work in, we get the results. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm very proud that I have, have my collection of certifications. I've got my, uh, SA Associate, my SA Pro, my Developer Associate, my SysOps Associate, my DevOps Pro, and my Big Data and Security Specialist ones as well. So they're awesome. the ones that are relevant to what I do, but I have to work <laughs> at them. You know, I just get to, to, to have the badge. <laughs> you got to do the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, very true, very true. And uh, I'm glad that you said, uh, said that uh, it's, a, it's a very uh, fulfilling experience, right? So I, I just want to relate to an example. So let's talk about marathon for a moment. Uh, the run itself needs like practice and perseverance to get to the finish line, right? And the training would be intense, uh, yet one feels immensely accomplished while crossing the finish line. That's the exact kind of feeling when you get to see that. Congratulations, <laughs> you have passed the certification. Oh, that pressing the of the button, the pressing of the button <laughs> and waiting for it to spin around is always interesting. You're never quite sure. Yeah, yeah. 
But as with all things, if it's worthwhile, it's worthwhile. Now, there is a, a full um, we'll list in the show notes. There's a full learning pathway. You can choose how you go about it, how you attack it, which areas are of interest. But um, Shalaya, thank you so much for, for sharing with us your insights and your viewpoints. And we look forward to seeing that blog post as well. Absolutely, Simon. And uh, I should also like, uh, uh, before before concluding, I should also add one more point here. So in the marathon pursuit of wisdom in my career path, I have made one thing very clear to myself. I would never stop taking the AWS certifications. The very process of preparing for them is transformative and humbling, which goes hand in hand with an incredibly fulfilling experience. So that said, uh, Simon, I really thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about AWS certification. No problem. That's great. And we do love to get your feedback and let us know if you've been certified. AWS podcast at amazon.com is the place to do that. You can also leave voice feedback as well. Uh, Link in the show notes and also on our webpage. And until next time, keep on building.